0: All right, welcome back everybody to the Fantasy Hockey Acts podcast, a proud member of the Hockey Podcast Network and the official podcast of Left Wing Lock, your number one source for fantasy hockey intelligence. I'm Devin Davidson, your host with me as always, Bruce Gunther, John Enns, and Tyler Homan. Bruce, I got a bone to pick with you. Again? You son of a bitch. You sniped Clayton Keller off the wire and you wouldn't take him to trade. And then he wouldn't put three points up in the two games after I dropped him. <laughs>
1: So that would be called pulling a Devon.
0: <laughs> oh, come on. De- De-
1: Devin, that's a, that sounds like a you
2: problem.
0: It is a me problem. I actually I had to I had to drop somebody to make room for uh, Quentin who's Quentin Hughes, excuse me, and uh, I tried and to trade him with Bruce and he and he wouldn't do it. And uh, I, I kinda knew well, he was gonna pick him up as soon as I dropped either. him anyway, but <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, so episode forty eight, NHL week nineteen, waiver wire picks and preview. Uh, for our listeners, we're, we're a day delayed, just that's my fault. I was away for family uh, family day weekend, and uh, these guys were kind <laughs> enough to wait for me. So,
2: <laughs> Sorry, but uh, you said 48, and I was like, what the heck, man? I was like, my show notes say episode 49, and I'm looking, and I was like, oh. February are, 27th. Yep. That's not today.
0: So. That, that would be our new one. So don't use those, John.
2: Excuse me while I actually <laughs> jump into the proper show notes here.
0: And uh, just for so, our for our listeners' information, John is on a new mic tonight, and mostly for Tyler's listening pleasure, because we know how much he loves to listen to John speak.
3: Hey. Boy, do, boy do I ever.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. So, you know, not a, not a bad week overall for, uh, our Edmonton Oilers. We'll just exclude, no, uh, trying. Mike Smith. Sunday. Yeah. Sunday yeah. doesn't count. Sunday doesn't count. Yeah. We'll just, we'll just exclude that game and otherwise pretty good. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately I've got Mike Smith in one league. <laughs> <laughs> you <light>.
2: Moron. Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I still couldn't be Devin. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh yeah, you did. You,
0: lo- you lost to me on that
1: one. That was good. Yeah.
0: Yep. Um, all right. So, hey, John, did you actually get a chance to, uh, to run through John's list? Do we, do we have anything for John's list this week?
2: I do. I just actually added it to the show notes. I okay. actually hit the nail on the head. I was talking to Bruce earlier about this. Okay. but it- Well,
0: at, at, hang on a second. Before you jump into that, I just, for anyone that hasn't listened to the show before, uh, we do have some new listeners I'm, I'm aware of. So, uh, John's list is basically just John's shit list of players past and present. Uh, it's a fun way for us to start off the show and, uh, Typically, John just fills it in right before the show starts, I think. So uh, John, take it away, buddy.
2: <laughs> well, you're not wrong. <laughs> but, um, no, for this week, uh, it's kind of been a trend lately where I've actually been kind of picking teams, it seems like. But the whole Chinese or China men's Olympic hockey team, um, they are on the list this week because half the team isn't Chinese. Really? Like, I get the whole dual citizenship thing where you're you're playing in China great but I'm sorry Jake Chelios you're American
0: I was not aware of that
2: there's so guys like Jeremy Smith Jason Fram Ryan Spool or Sproul like ah I don't know how you can get away with that I I don't like it then the fact that that team got absolutely ripped on in the Olympics just makes me happy. But
0: <laughs> I yeah, i didn't know they, that that was happening. I'll be honest, I didn't watch much of the Olympics. I know you guys, but.
2: Yeah, I, I didn't watch any Olympic hockey this year. It was uh, super disappointing too because you always look forward to it. But just with the NHL not going, you know you're not getting your best hockey there. So you may as, yeah. as well just stick with watching NHL games.
0: Pretty much. Wow, okay, well, I, I don't know. Do you guys have any argument against that, Tyler? Bruce?
2: No. No. <laughs>
3: no.
0: Pretty pretty I mean, low event it. for John segment. <laughs> we, we can't right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, see, my number two pick was Mike Smith, but I think you guys would have agreed with that one too. So, it, uh...
0: Well, we can talk about that quick. I mean.
2: Oh, well, the guy's trash. He has been for years, and I don't know why you guys like him.
1: Well, if I look at his... He's it, all he got. Man. That's a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh i don't know he, i think he was okay before before yesterday wasn't he
3: no it was the whole the whole team didn't show up
0: and to be fair to the team that was their fifth game this week this past yeah, i think
3: week. they rode the bus all the way back from winnipeg they don't have an airport there so i'm pretty sure they rode the bus the whole way back showed up right before the game
1: <laughs> got shelled yeah yeah it, it wasn't late. pretty
0: yeah um it was Three games before that, John, he was above 900 at least. So he had a 938 and a 974 in two of those three games. He wasn't great against Anaheim, and then, yeah, he, he just got absolutely blasted by Minnesota.
1: Oh, both goalies did. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, yeah, so maybe maybe a new goaltender for next year for the Edmonton Oilers.
2: I'm hoping a new goaltender this year.
3: Maybe next week.
0: Maybe it's next week. Wish. wishful we- thinking. To- Yeah, wishful thinking is is kind of what I'm thinking with you. Okay, let's move on to the Fantasy Lock of the Week, February 13th to the 20th, uh, presented by Left Wing Lock. And you guys might not like it, but I'm going with Elias Lindholm, center, right wing, eligible, 96% rostered, 8 points, 4 goals, 2 game winners, 1 power play point, 11 shots on goal, plus 4, 56% power play share in 3 games played. Uh, He's got 15 points, 8 goals in his last 9 games. He's done pretty well and I think uh, today he scored another goal too. So he's on an 8 game goal streak at the moment and Calgary's on a 10 game winning streak.
2: Yeah, that's not bad. Yuck. It's you you bad, don't though. have to
0: like it, but you know, objectively they're they're playing some good hockey.
3: But I don't like
2: it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter don't like it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Honorable mentions go to Connor McDavid, eight points, three goals, five assists, one game winner, one power play point, 22 shots on goal, plus four, 73% power play share in four games played. And the other player I had here was Robert Thomas, six points, two goals, four assists, one game winner, one power play point, 11 shots on goal, plus four and 66.7% power play share in three games played. And And Sidney
2: Crosby, because you know,
0: and, and we'll give him a nod. I, John, I really wanted to add him in this week, but then I went and looked at his numbers I think he had, like, two points all week. Shut up. Um, so it was really tough to add him in there, but, I mean, nod to Sidney Crosby for 500 goals. That's quite an accomplishment.
2: Oh, we're not there yet. We're not I there just yet. wanted to say he deserved being be in the honorable mentions because you have slacked off on him the last month. So
0: Okay, fair enough. My apologies to Sidney Crosby.
2: I'm going to keep bringing that up, by the way.
0: <laughs> fair enough. Okay, let's move on to... Headlines with the hacks, news and injury updates for February 14th to the 20th. Um, Our partner, Left Wing Lock, has a complete up-to-date list available on their website for all players placed in COVID protocol. I think there's actually only a couple in there now, so you might not even care about it, but uh, worth mentioning anyway. And let's kick it off here. On the 14th, the three stars of the week ending on February 13th. Uh, Jacob Markstrom with a 3-0-0 record, 1.33 goals against average and a 9.59 save percentage. Tyler Patrick Liney six points in three games played. Nico Heischer, six points in four games played. There's your three stars of the week there. The big news this week probably was Calgary acquiring Tyler Toffoli from the Canadiens. Tyler, what was your take on that trade?
3: Um, I think it was a pretty good trade for for Calgary, uh, especially top ten uh, particular protecting it not that they're gonna be in the top 10 for for this year but um it it's a good pickup because it spreads around spreads around your depth uh he's been good in the playoffs knows how to score goals so um yeah I thought it was a good trade okay Bruce what did
0: your take on it
1: uh same thing I think it's good for Calgary they get to Foley who's a Proven scorer. He's he's done this a couple of times already with L.A., so he's been around. He knows what to do, and good for Montreal. They got some draft picks, and yep, they'll be good in a few years, hopefully.
0: I was actually surprised how they've used fully though, the first couple games. He's only played around 12 minutes, and and no power play time, which was also surprising.
3: I think it's early, though. I think he's just kind of getting into it. I think Sutter's that kind of a coach where you are going to earn it and he's kind of the new guy so yeah the other thing too is uh the contract he's got a good contract like two years left at 4.25 so um and Calgary got ahead of all the madness at the trade deadline so
0: yeah it helps get guys early right so they can kind of get acclimated to the dressing room and the team and the systems and all that kind of good stuff uh John any any other thoughts on that trade
2: um no just a little bit of disappointment there for his uh his placement there. The um, Yeah, I've got him in a league and it's yeah, just a little disappointing that he's not getting the minutes or the uh the placement there in the power play. But um like Tyler said, I'm sure that uh he'll get his opportunities as he uh gains confidence there. And yeah, no, I'm I'm thinking it'll be good.
0: Yeah, they they're they're scary good right now. I think is gonna be a big part of that. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights GM Kelly McCrimmon announced on Monday that center Jack Eichel would make his season debut on Wednesday against Colorado Avalanche. I don't think he did much in his first game, though.
2: Pretty no, he's quiet. Sucked.
0: Pretty quiet there, and then progressively got a bit better. Uh, he's up to, is it three points in three games now for Eichel? Something like that, yes. two or three. Starting to get comfortable. I, I don't think anyone had any sort of delusions that he was going to come in and score a hat trick or anything like that. But
2: <laughs> Well, if he doesn't, he's trash, so.
0: Yeah, pretty quiet game from him to start, but he looked good otherwise. Um, A a bit of a fantasy spin. Chandler Stevenson ended up on that top line alongside Jack Eichel and Max Pacioretty. So if Chandler Stevenson's still available in your league, I'd I'd take a look at him. I kind of thought he was going to play third line center, and they've got him up on the top line. So something worth taking a look at. Uh, Matt Boldy scored four points and got his first career hat trick this week. Good stuff from him. I think he's up to 16 points in 16 games, and we're going to talk about him a little bit later. Stuart Skinner made 20 saves for his first career shot as an Oiler. They beat San Jose 3-0, and Darnell Nurse scored his 50th career NHL goal. Mitch Marner collected his 400th point, 120 goals, 280 assists, and just 391 games played. Uh, He's been just so good lately, eh, Mitch Marner? Continues to be. The Montreal Canadiens announced on Tuesday that Carey Price would not have any on-ice practices for the week. So the saga continues for Carey Price. Um, Frank Cervelli was uh, was mentioned as saying that Robin Leonard may have a torn labrum, may, may not be able to continue playing for the remainder of the season. And the Vegas Golden Knights were apparently interested in Marc-Andre Fleury. Fleury's, which has been shot down. Which has been shut down since. But I thought it was interesting. If, if you're Marc-Andre Fleury... Do you have any interest in going back to Vegas after how things were handled? Fuck no. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no is right. Exactly.
1: Well, wouldn't, wouldn't it be been nice to come back and no. he comes back into Vegas and literally lights the whole thing on fire and let's, let's say they win everything and then Flurry says, later, I'm out of here. No, because he's back got his letter. cups
0: and then he would just be like an accessory to giving them a Stanley yeah, Cup. I, but guess, I, but. I mean, I would want no part of that. Oh. Yeah, I guess. So that's that's my take. That's my take.
2: Yeah, but he's such a nice guy. He'd, he'd do it anyway, so.
0: And just smile ear to ear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: But no, I don't like it either.
0: Trash, to quote John.
2: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> um, Rasmus Ristalina was placed on injured reserve. I think he's back practicing now. And then Sidney Crosby, like I said earlier, scored his 500th career NHL goal against Philadelphia. He became the 46th player in NHL history to score 500 goals. Um, Chris Latang scored no T to collect his 30th overtime point, passing Eric Carlson for the most most by a defenseman in NHL history. What else do you say about Sidney Crosby? Pretty fantastic career so far.
2: I'm saying number one or number two player in the league. I would all I would. I would have confidence putting him at still number one player in the league. Today, today.
1: Yeah, I'd go with that.
0: I really like Crosby. I, I.
2: Tyler's got this ugly smirk on his face.
3: <laughs> He's not going <laughs> to say it. He won't say it.
2: No, he won't say it.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: because he knows it's
3: true. It's just my face. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so, but like the stuff that he does is so different at such a high level is so different from everybody else because he's like the greatest third-line grinder who can also score goals in the history of the league. Uh, Every player that you'd put beside him just plays the game so different than he does, and he's the best at at the way he plays the game. But he's not the best.
0: (laughs) I I think you can make an argument for Sidney Crosby, but if we're using total points as criteria, I mean, obviously he doesn't he falls a bit short there right now, but I, I mean, I think anybody would take the mother team any day. He's great. He's great in the faceoff dot, um, play defensive hockey. He scored a slapper or clapper last night, which is pretty funny. Like you don't see that very often. Just ripped it right by whoever. I can't remember the team he was playing, but, um, pretty cool stuff to see there.
2: Yeah. Um, one note on that. So was it Chris? Look, Tang's Instagram post that Gino commented on it and said, like, hey, congrats on the assist, Gino, or something like that. Tagged himself in in the comment.
0: <laughs> Did you really?
2: Uh, I, th- I saw it somewhere. I was hoping it wasn't fake because I thought it was hilarious.
0: No, I didn't see that.
2: <laughs> well, I'm going <laughs> to look this either. up now, and I'm going to figure this out.
0: Okay. Uh, we'll move on to Drew Doughty here, who celebrated his 1,000th NHL game Tuesday night against the Edmonton Oilers. I thought it was pretty funny. He gave the, the others a shout out and said, thanks for, for sticking through this. It sucks. Whatever. It was, it was pretty comical. <laughs> uh, Dowdy has
2: brutal.
0: 558 points, 129 goals in his career to date. Joe Pavelski reached the 20. Oh, you find it, John.
2: I did find it. He in fact did uh comment on Letang's post and said, congrats on the assist. And then he tagged himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a beauty!
0: That's good. Those three guys like to have fun together.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. That just it just makes it good for hockey. Just seeing guys enjoying playing with each other for so long, so well, and yeah, yeah I, I think it's just great.
0: It sounds like there's been some loose contract talks between the Penguins and Gino and, and Latang.
2: Yeah, I don't want to talk about it.
0: So we we may or may not see him back for <laughs> the Penguins next season.
2: I don't want to talk about it.
0: Okay. Joe Pavelski reached the 20-goal plateau for the 12th time in his career. He was pointless in six games leading up to Tuesday's game against the Avalanche, but he managed to score four points, two goals, and he's up to now uh, 52 points, 21 goals through 47 games played. Anything bad to say about Joe Pavelski now, John?
2: Yeah, he's trash. Um, No, (laughs) I'll give him props. I'll give him props. He's playing really, like, a lot better than I expected uh kind of turning out to be a late bloomer because i don't know i didn't like him for the last 15 years and don't get me wrong i don't like him now but he's actually playing decent so
0: making his way off your list slowly
2: no sort of like tyler. He, he's trying
0: uh,
3: <laughs>
2: tyler tyler not so much tyler, not so much
3: <laughs> i'm not trying no. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, Alex Ovechkin scored his 30th goal of the season against the Nashville Predators. Uh, Ovi has reached 30 goals in a season for the 16th time. That's the second most in NHL history. Um, Tyler Toffoli, speeding to him again, scored a goal in his first game with Calgary. Pretty nice goal for anyone that didn't see it. Uh, Patrice Bergeron did return for the Bruins this week. Josh Norris, Zoom skating for the Ottawa Senators on Wednesday morning. Matt Murray left Tuesday's game in the third period, but the Senators are hopeful he would play, and he did, I believe, over the weekend. Uh, Mark Scheifele recorded his second hat-trick of the season against the Minnesota Wild. The Jets took that game 6-3. Blake Wheeler also posted four assists in that game. Bruce, you really should have taken me up on that Blake Wheeler trade, man.
1: Yeah, but then I would have got Mike Smith. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's a trade you don't do.
1: <laughs> Granted, it would have been Bennington going his way, so that's Ooh, you know who knows. Man, right? you guys are at just least,
2: swapping trash.
1: <laughs> I was trying to at least Smith is playing. Like, yeah.
2: yeah, that's that's making a trade to make a trade.
0: Well, I was trying to clear some room <laughs> on my roster because I had two D men coming off IR, so and Brucey's Melp and Goal because Bennington wasn't even playing.
2: So you offered him Mike Smith?
0: Yeah. But Smith is now my fourth goalie. He's my fourth goalie. So
2: at that point, you should just have three goalies.
0: I I could maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll ask the hacks later. See what you guys think.
2: Absolutely. (laughs) They'll tell you what they think.
0: Okay. We'll get to that. Uh, congrats to the Canadian women's hockey team on winning gold, defeating team USA three, two beauties. Um, sounds like Poulan might be getting some interest from, from ECHL teams. Did you guys hear anything about that?
3: Yeah, she no? she declined it right away. Did she? Yeah. Like, she's really good, but, I mean, playing against men is not, like, it's not a sexist thing. It's just, like, that's not even fair to her, really. It's just, just different. <laughs> yeah. Just when you different. play, like, non, non-contact non and then play full contact, especially in the East Coast League, it, yeah, that's a yeah. little different.
0: <laughs> it, it's, like, it's pretty much the jungle, right? You hear anyone talk. I mean, Biz talks about it all the time on... On sweating chocolate, yeah. it's it's nuts in the UCHL.
3: Yeah, and I, that's probably more of a publicity thing than anything, because whatever team said, yeah, we asked or whatever, somebody talks about them. But that yeah, it'll never happen, I think. To just talking about the USA and Canada, um, I know it'll never happen, but there's it's every single Olympic, it's Canada to USA, and they should just play like a seven game series against each other. Just get rid of all the other women's teams because they <laughs> suck. <laughs> just just ha, take play or a Tyler. series. <laughs> just play a seven-game series. It'd be wild.
0: It would get ugly fast, I think, actually.
3: Yeah, and I, there's something yeah, to be would... said about like the one and done, like everything's on the line, but I mean, it's actually really good hockey and watching Canada beat whatever other team 10 Yeah, is uh, not a lot of fun, so...
0: Well, I mean, you can say the same thing, too, for some of the men's teams that play, right? Like, it's when teams get shelled like that, it's not a lot of fun to watch. It's probably not a lot of fun to play. So, probably some teams shouldn't be there either.
3: Yeah.
2: So, do you scrap women's hockey, or do you just have, like, a separate tournament every, like, in between each Olympics?
3: I The only way you do it is if you have a separate tournament, because... I mean, it's the Olympics. You have to have every country there, but... Yeah. Um, and I know they do kind of like their pre-tournament stuff. They had a game um, a couple of years ago in Edmonton. It was actually really good hockey to watch live, but... Um, yeah, they'll never actually get rid of that at the Olympics. That's just my own selfish thoughts. I actually...
0: I, I didn't think we were going to dive into this because this was sort of a hot-button topic all week. There was There was a lot of members of the media that were saying scrap women's hockey and... A lot of people got a little pissy about it, so
3: um, well, good for oh, you yeah. for bringing it up, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, well, this will be great, I'm sure. I'm sure.
1: <laughs> well, sure. if you had, if you had to choose, which was the better hockey during the Olympic tournament, the men's or the women's? Women's. It wouldn't pick the men's.
3: Yeah, it was women's hockey. Easy women's hockey was much better. Yeah, yeah, it, it was it was it was trash hockey for steel John's line there yeah. for <laughs> on the on the men's side. Like it was it was boring. <laughs> I'd rather watch the Spengler Cup. Um, the atmosphere is awesome. Um, the the players are basically the same yeah. in a Spangler Cup. Yeah. yeah. Um, except the atmosphere is really good, and and the game's actually good. None of those games are actually good.
0: Yeah, they got to do something though about some of those, like just making the teams more competitive, right? It's just both on the men's and the women's side.
2: Um. Well, it, it seems like that's just what China did. So. Yeah. <laughs> but.
0: Okay. okay. We will move on. Uh, Alexander Barkov scored a goal of the year candidate against the Carolina Hurricanes on Wednesday night. He's I'm sure good. you guys saw that one. That was okay. Got nothing bad to say about that one, John, I'm sure. Nope. He's got 13 points, seven goals in his last nine games. He's on pace for 98 points. Uh, Justin Schultz is day to day with an upper body injury. I get, He was back at practice actually today. Josh Bailey, day-to-day with an upper body injury. Leon Drysaddle scored two goals against the Ducks Thursday night to record his 12th multi-goal game of the season. Dreisaitl's tied with McDavid for the league lead in points with 68 and leads the NHL in goals with 35 to date. Uh, at the time, the others were third in the Pacific. Anything bad to say there, John, about our boy Dreisaitl?
2: Um, No, just the usual.
3: Okay.
0: Lazy Leon? Lazy Leon? <laughs> yeah,
2: Exactly.
0: The Canadians broke a 10-game losing streak with a 3-2 OT win against the St. Louis Blues. Cole Caulfield scored the game-time goal with 10 seconds left and then scored the OT winner. Bruce, I couldn't help but notice you picked up our friend Cole Caulfield in Yahoo earlier
1: today. My team needs some help. Hopefully Cole can help (laughs) it. Unfortunately, he can't play goal, which is where my team needs the immediate help, so, but, oh
3: well. I think he has five goals in his last six, so.
1: He's yeah, he put, like
3: that. He put up three points tonight, so.
0: Yeah, I actually I I grabbed grabbed in the, one of our ESPN leagues. I can't remember which one.
3: One of last week's waiver wire pickups.
0: Well, unofficially, right, and then I added him again this week just because he he's been real good. So good on you, Tyler, for mentioning him last week, and then he's in he's in the he's on the list again this week too.
2: <laughs> Quit pumping this guy's tires. He's just.
1: <laughs>
0: Man, yeah. F- Fred would listen to this, Tyler. Just yeah, when you pump his tires even a little bit, he just uh, he floats out of the room. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably because he's so used to John trashing him all the time but
3: yeah I need to get something in there somewhere yeah so. yeah yeah I'll, I'll let you have that one thank you uh,
0: Jack Campbell made a season-high 45 saves and a 4-1 win over the Pittsburgh Penguins he was credited with an assist as well on Morgan Riley's goal Patrick Lanny scored a hat-trick in a 7-4 win over the Blackhawks on Thursday night the former Jet is playing like a man possessed which Tyler would know 16 points, 10 goals in his last eight games played. Uh, Timo Meyer broke out of his six-game slump, just one assist over that span of games. He's up to 50 points in 43 games played at the time of writing. Brock Besser was added to Frank Cervalli's trade list this week, which I thought was interesting given our conversation with Mike last week um, on Factor Fiction and and where he kind of thought Besser was going for the remainder of the year. So I
3: I don't know. They must have... Frank must have been listening. <laughs> he must have been. <laughs> we can hope. We can hope Frank's listening. <laughs>
2: he wasn't listening.
0: He wasn't listening. No, that's fine. Um,
2: no, that attitude. John Carlson
0: recorded his fifth consecutive 10-goal season on Thursday night against the Flyers. Pretty good. I tried to snag him from you, I think, John. Don't you have an order of leagues? Yes.
2: Yes. Yeah. yeah, it was a trash trade. It was like Tyler sent it or something.
0: It wasn't that bad. <laughs> it was horrible. I don't even remember what it was, actually, to be honest, but
3: Me and Devin send the same trades. That's why we never <laughs> that's why we don't even send each other trade offers. Because yes, we, we
0: both we just, just get annoyed. Yeah, we yeah. send it back to each other. It's just like Fuck. Nope. <laughs> Delete. Uh the Montreal Canadians hired Vincent LeCalvier and Nick Bobrov as part of hockey operations. Some more who PR, saw, who, some more PR stuff there.
2: Yeah, who saw that coming? Like uh,
0: most people. Oh yeah, like,
2: Marty St. Louis better bring in Le Cavalier. Yeah. Freak me.
0: They got to do something. I mean, it seems to be working. They they've uh, drawn some attention away from the team, and they're starting to play a bit better, I guess. Ah, uh, Puliarvi. Let's talk about Puliarvi. Suffered a lower body injury Thursday. Going to be out four weeks. Yikes. Was it on the goal that he scored? Because I didn't really notice another play where he... Like, did you see anything, Tyler?
3: Yeah, they showed a replay. Um, He was kind of going into the corner, and he just got tied up and went down a little bit weird. Looked like he stretched something out there, so... Not good either way.
0: No, not great. Maybe you can go on LTIR. We can uh, use that cap space and um, get a defenseman or a goalie. (laughs)
3: Yeah, I'll... (laughs) One, what is it? 1.5.
0: Okay. Well, I guess we use Cassian. We use Cassian's <laughs> yeah, $3.5 okay, million. Okay. Dollars we'll yeah. grab somebody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 3.2. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Victor Ask was placed on waivers by the Minnesota Wild. Andrew Kopp, upper body is day to day for the Jets. Cole Perfetti, upper body, day to day. The NHL shared a rendering of what the stadium will look like at the stadium series in Nashville. Looks like a pretty cool setup. I'm not sure if you guys saw that tweet or not.
2: Yeah, it looks pretty legit.
0: They they put some extra looks effort good. into that one, I think. It's uh it's in the blog post, Tyler, if you wanna just you know go over to the website, check it out.
3: Yeah, no, I'll I'll check it out after the show. Okay, I'm pretty, pretty sure
0: that's, that's... you're the
2: only person in the last week who hasn't been on the website.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's fantasyhockeyhacks.com, Tyler, just so you know.
1: Okay, I'm writing <laughs> it down right now. <laughs>
0: Shameless plug for our <laughs> listeners. Uh Gary Bettman upheld Brad Marchand's six game suspension. I don't think that's a surprise to anyone here. You know, like we said earlier Jack Eichel recorded his first point of the season an assist on ready second period goal Mason Marshman recorded a hat trick against the Minnesota Wild on Friday night he's got 15 points and 9 goals in his last 7 games played he's not on our waiver wire list this week but worth taking a look at i mean all of his metrics are pretty out there so not really sustainable but probably worth a stream anyway Kirill Kaprizov scored his 50th career NHL goal in his 100th game against the Florida Panthers on Friday night. Uh, in a rare double shutout, Jake Ottinger and Mark Andre Fleury both recorded a shutout in a 1 nothing shootout win for the Dallas Stars Friday night. Ottinger's now started seven of the last nine games for Dallas. Appears to be the guy in goal, and so we'll talk about him a bit later on the Wave War ads. Tage Thompson recorded a shutout, or a shutout, a hat trick for the Buffalo Savers in a 5-3 loss to the Avalanche. Uh, Thompson's up to 37 points, 19 goals in 46 games. Makes uh, That puts him on pace for 63 points and 32 goals on the season. I saw Tyler's ears perk up, so like all you guys are just adding them
3: on
0: the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I see you'll pull your phones out.
3: No, I was just going to say that was almost like Duncan Keith's 36 saves the other night. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah pretty much well funny enough i I noticed this earlier i didn't change it and so now i just now i sound like an idiot so (laughs) (laughs) so that's okay it happens (laughs) um vladimir chair missed saturday's game against the maple Leafs with an undisclosed injury he apparently according to left wing lock is going to play tomorrow so no worries there the toronto maple leafs who lost to the Blues 6-3 on Saturday night, traded Nick Ritchie and a conditional second-round pick for Ilya Labushkin and Ryan Dezingle, who they then put on waivers and was claimed by the San Jose Sharks. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a tight race for the Calder this year. Trevor Zegras is now second in rookie scoring after three assists on Saturday. Lucas Raymond is still in first place, but I, I, I had to mention this. In his last 12 games, he's got one point... It's a goal five on five. The rest of his production, which is six points in 12 games has come on the power play. So
3: what's wrong with that? That's good for fantasy. That, that's,
0: that's not good. That's not <laughs> uh 1.5 on five, pretty ugly. So any, anyone that's been sort of contemplating whether or not they should drop that guy, I'd be looking at some alternatives. I wonder if, um, uh, yeah, yeah, I know I would just make a move there, make a change. Uh, Elias Lindholm, seven game goal streak, actually, eight game goal streak, like we mentioned earlier. It's a career high for him. Kim McCarr required the second fewest games by defenseman in franchise history to record 50 points, Dead in 45 games. Bruce, that'll make
1: you happy. Eh, it's too bad I don't have him on any of my teams. I'll trade him to you. Will you? <laughs> I got Bennington. No, no,
0: thank you. <laughs> Um, Elvis Merzlikens considered day-to-day with lower body injuries sustained during Saturday's practice. Jonas Corposala was also out on Sunday, and so they had J.F. Berube uh, playing for the Blue Jackets here recently. Clayton Keller reached the 20-goal mark for the second time in his career, a 3-1 win over the Dallas Stars. Eichel scored a goal, and Andrew Hammond posted a 9.38 save save percentage and earned his first NHL win since April 9th. 2016
3: the hamburger that was awesome the hamburger
0: <laughs> makes an appearance that was awesome so that, yeah that's kind of a, a feel good story good for him he I, I think I put the tweet in the show notes but um, he made the list for top five or top ten for the longest amount of time between wins oh wow so I'll try and find those numbers later uh, now's probably good time to tell our listeners that the Fantasy Hockey Hacks podcast is a proud partner of NHLShop.ca, the best source for all your officially licensed NHL apparel and merchandise. Follow the links in our show notes or on our website. Save up to 50% on select apparel now and get free shipping and orders over $99. Use promo code NHLFS99 at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. See store for details. Full disclosure, Fantasy Hockey Hacks may receive a small commission for your purchase, which helps us to continue providing original content And fuel Tyler's gambling habits, which, as discussed earlier, are not going well.
3: That's bad. It's all bad.
0: (laughs) Okay. Anything else, guys, for Headlines of the Hacks? Insert crickets now. And let's (laughs) move on to Ask the Hacks.
3: I want to ask you a bunch of questions. And I want to have them answered immediately.
0: First up. Alex Kaloran hit waivers. Should I drop Jason Robertson or Victor Arvidsson for him? Points, shots on goal, blocks only league. I'm going to say that's a no for Robertson for me. I would a, probably look at it for Arvidsson, or it's, it's at least a discussion that's come up in the past, right?
1: Yeah. Arvidsson maybe, but there's no way I would drop Robertson for him. Yeah, I agree with Bruce. John?
2: I'm going to agree with both of you there yeah no there's no way I'm dropping Robertson for that
0: and, and Tyler's actually nodding in approval which uh, rarely happens on this show that all four of us agree on something so great
2: <laughs> it's a lock
0: yep let's move on to the next question here is it worth dropping Brayden Shan for Brock Besser I don't know that I would um, like Brayden Shan's been playing really well lately
2: and yeah, I think that's just the problem. Like Shen, lately, you're right. He has been uh, been fantastic. Uh, don't get me wrong. Besser's been been good. And like you said before, we know what uh, Mike said about him last week. But the way Shen's been playing, um, yeah, no, that's that's tough. Like he's had seven points in his last six games, but four goals. So.
1: And Shen's finally healthy. He's been injured for a good chunk of the season, too.
2: Yeah,
0: he's actually on pace for almost seventy points. Braden Shen. Uh, the only thing, like his shooting percentage, is almost twenty five percent right now. Yikes! So that's going to come down a bit. But and then, of course, yeah, like you said, we all know what what Mike had to say about Brock Besser last week. I don't know. For me, I I don't know that I would, especially if my league counts hits.
2: Yeah, because you know Shen likes to throw the body around. So, generally, yep. Uh, I think it's a wash. Otherwise, just the the hits to me, I think are are part of the puzzle. So.
1: Okay. Bruce. Uh, I I wouldn't do it. Not not at this point.
0: And Tyler, you kind of you were given the lemon face there, so. (laughs) <laughs> good enough um, I have a trade that will go through in three days and I was confident in it before but I'm having second thoughts the league counts goals, assists, power play goals, shorthanded goals and shots on goal I'm trading away Ivan Barbashev and Ryan, or sorry, Riley Smith for Gustav Nyquist and Ryan Strom do I make this trade? Uh, it's a no for me I, I looked into the numbers here for the for this particular trade. I did not like that for a couple of reasons, but uh, no. Gustav Nyquist and Ryan Strom, no, I would not. Tyler? (laughs) 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 I got to throw you in the spot, buddy.
2: (laughs) Unmute the mic. You can do it.
3: <laughs> you almost said Ryan Smith, and if that's the trade, I'm doing it. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not. I'm Otherwise, the I'm not button on that one.
0: <laughs> I had Ryan O'Reilly in my mind for some reason, but anyway, I corrected myself. But yeah, Ryan Smith would be great too. Either way, I'm not trading for Gustav Nyquist and Ryan Strohm. Yeah, no, okay. probably not. Tyler shaking his head. No. <laughs>
2: I feel like I've said too many bad things about Ryan Strom <laughs> to actually ever make a trade for him. So just based on that fact, I'm going to say no. But as you said, looking at the numbers, yeah, no, I, no. Like that's that's my simple yeah, response.
0: No. Riley Smith is actually he's got lots of room for some some positive regression there. When I was looking like his team's even strength shooting percentage with him on the ice, his individual shooting percentage, all that kind of stuff, um, there, there's some room for improvement. So. And he's got he's locked in the top six there, right? With with Carlson and uh uh oh my god, who else are you playing with right now? Marshuson. Thank you. It eluded my my brain there for a minute. So yeah, no, I would not. Uh Bruce, do you have any difference of opinion there on that trade? No, I wouldn't trade for Stromer Nyquist either. Okay. I was offered a trade of Jason Robertson and Timo Meyer for Alexander Barkoff. I'm also thinking about picking up Matthew Boldy from Minnesota. So, essentially, it's Robertson and Meyer for Barkov and Boldy.
1: I said yes. Yeah, I think I would do that, too.
2: I will. Yep. Also agree. Yep. If you okay. can acquire Barkov, and if Boldy's sitting there, absolutely.
0: Yeah, and part of that goes with what Mike had said about Meyer last week. He pretty much said just just get him off your roster, trade him however you can. Um, I think he scored three points, like, Two days later, but <laughs> I mean it happens. <laughs> um, and then the last question here: I was offered Artemi Panarin and a fifteenth round pick for Cam Talbot, and my second round pick next year. Do I take it? And just a little bit of context: the the player the the manager in question here is sitting in first place. I think was at twelve and four in their league. So I I just suggested yeah I would probably go for it this year. You're going to give up your your sixth round or your second round pick next year, which is a bit steep. That's bold. But at twelve and four, and then you you add Artemi Panarin because he had some other goalies too. So we didn't need Cam Talbot. Talbot was basically his third or fourth goalie.
2: Yeah. Only issue I have with that one is the second round pick the next year.
0: I, I struggle with that, too, for sure. You
2: make that into, like, a f- third or fourth, I'm more inclined to do it. But uh, second's a big pick. And that could this re- cause the issues next year. But if you're going to go for it, I guess go for it.
1: What's that, Bruce? Is this a redraft league? Uh,
0: it's a redraft. Yeah, it's not a keeper. So you're, like... Yeah, i probably still do it. Yeah, I think if your team's 12-4 and four right now at this point in the season, and you can add Panarin, and all you're losing is, is Talbot. But, yeah, go for, if you're going for it, go for it. Right, and I mean, yeah, okay, next year you're going to lose. You're not going to have your second-round pick, but work the wire, make some trades.
1: Oh, well, even the 15th-round pick, right? So there's going to be some... Somebody next year that's going to come up and do something like some of these young guys have been doing this year or someone's going to have a career season that's going to be a late rounder available too. So it's you might have to work a little harder in your drafting next year, but if you're all in for this season, go for it.
3: Yeah, you really just need to steal one guy in third, fourth, or fifth round next year. Kind of make up for it. Yeah, Yeah. It's possible.
0: There's busts that happen all the time in the second round, right? Guys that took Connor Alibach this year aren't thrilled. Or Robin Leonard. Or Robin Leonard.
3: Which defenseman was ranked, what was it, like 15th again from Vegas? Martinez. He's still on IR. Yeah.
0: How was he possibly that high? It didn't make any sense, but.
3: Yeah, I know. Somebody took him early in the second round, so. Thanks to ESPN. Maybe. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. (laughs) Uh,
0: That is Ask the Hacks for this week. Tyler, if you need a drink, man, now's your time. You know the drill. Let's move on to our DraftKings ad read here. John's going to Best Buy. John's going to Best (laughs) Buy. Someone's going to Best Buy.
2: (laughs) Why am I going to Best Buy?
0: I think it's Bruce, actually. I'm going to Best Buy. Buy. Yeah. Back in 45. See you later. Okay. I'm going to do the ad read. As a member of the Hockey Podcast Network, the Fantasy Hockey Hacks Podcast is a proud partner of DraftKings. Hoops fans, the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs, 360 windmill good. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still take your shot at a big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings daily fantasy basketball contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited, minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN Redline line 1-800-889-9789 in Connecticut. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NY-467-369 and somebody please get me an oxygen tank. Whew. Okay. Wow. <laughs> DraftKings, we love you and we appreciate you um i'm gonna move on
3: yes i was i was trying to throw you off there but you didn't see me
0: i was really just trying to i saw you in the corner of my eye and i was just i was at all costs i was ignoring you
3: Uh (laughs) it was funny bruce bruce me
0: Uh, okay let's move on to our next segment here edge work the segment where we do the work to give you the edge in your fantasy hockey leagues starting with the nhl schedule for week 19 There's a total of 48 games on the schedule for next week. Similar to the previous week, the light days, days with uh, less than 50% of the teams playing, are not particularly light with a minimum of five games played each day throughout the week. Columbus, Seattle, and Winnipeg play all four of their games next week on light days. Colorado, New York, uh, the Islanders, San Jose, and Toronto play three of their four games on light days as well. So look to those teams for a schedule advantage. Monday five games, Tuesday six, Wednesday five, Thursday eight, Friday six, Saturday, ten, and Sunday eight. And we'll start with teams of four games. The Toronto Maple Leafs is one team we're we're recommending you look at this week with a strength of schedule of plus two. Tyler, not sure if you recall. Is, is, that, is that good or bad? According to left wing lock.
3: That's gonna be tough.
0: It's gonna be it's gonna be like neutral, yeah. 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 Uh, the yeah. Maple Leafs have three winnable games, actually, in the schedule for next week. They play Montreal, who's 1-8-1 and in their last 10, Columbus, who's 6-4 in their last 10, and Detroit, who's 5-5. The real challenge for them is going to be against Minnesota on Thursday, who the Leafs lost to in a shootout on December 4th.
3: Um, Montreal might be a real issue, too. And they might not be, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, spoiler alert. <laughs> they, they may actually be. Yeah,
1: Montreal annihilated them tonight. Um. Yeah,
0: so uh, ignore that was- one.
2: <laughs> who saw that coming, though? Who, who saw exactly.
0: that coming? No one. I mean...
1: No one. Not the Toronto fans, that's for sure.
0: No, so that's my my apologies, guys. But yeah, 5-2 five, five, was the score in that game?
3: Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, actually, I think it was 5 nothing at one point, wasn't it? It was, Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah.
3: And they scored two quick ones, like back-to-back shifts. I thought they might actually come back, and then they did nothing after that, so...
0: Okay, there you go.
2: But uh, I will say that... Uh, Toronto had more shots than them,
3: by like quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, they did.
2: But uh, Peter Mrazek <laughs> sucks apparently. So
1: yeah, he They're didn't still have scared game. from the playoffs last year. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yep. it wasn't good.
3: <laughs> good thing I picked uh, him up for tonight too. Oh whoops. no, <laughs> I did
1: too.
3: Lost a couple points there. Oh, geez. it was ugly.
0: I think I had him on the waiver wire list too, like just someone to look at. But he oh. seems to leave you disappointed quite often. he's Tyler.
3: He certainly does.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, Toronto tonight aside, they've been playing really well. Scoring 4.4 4 goals, for per game in the league over the last 10 games. And number one ranked power play at 40.7%, so that's uh, not too bad. Some players to look at for Toronto, though. Ilya Mikheyev, Michael Bunting, Andre Kasha, Alexander Kerfoot, TJ Brody, Jake Muzzin, and... Maybe Peter Mrazek? I probably wouldn't, but uh, you know, uh, before Jake, tonight, Jake, he was on the list.
3: <laughs> uh, Jake Muzzin, too. I don't know if he's going to be out for a bit after smacking and, his head off the ice tonight.
0: Yeah, I did I did see that here just as we were
3: Ooh, jumping on. I missed that. Yeah, so did I. Didn't look
2: very good.
0: No, so maybe maybe don't uh, grab him right away. Let's move on to teams with three games, and we're going to focus on the St. Louis Blues, who have a strength of schedule of minus 28. And they That's may just have better. the best schedule of any team this week with three games against struggling teams. Although sometimes it doesn't matter. Just ask Toronto. <laughs> uh, Philadelphia 2-7-2 in their last 10. Buffalo 4-5-1 in and and Chicago, who's 3-6-1. and one. The Blues have not faced the Flyers or Sabres this season, but they are 2-0-1 oh, against the Blackhawks in that season series so far this year. Uh, St. Louis is sixth in the NHL and goals four per game at 3.44. And to date this season, they have the second best power play at 27.1%. Some players to consider there, Brandon Saad, Robert Thomas, Ivan Barbashev, and Justin Falk. Um, where's Robert Thomas at in terms of point totals?
3: Lots of assists.
0: Lots of assists. John, you probably hate him. It's not balanced <laughs> at all.
2: Uh, actually, no, I don't mind him, but yeah, you're right. He, he does need to put the puck in the net more, but, uh, yeah, he's got seven goals, 32 assists, 39 points in 42 games. Not bad. Not bad.
0: And Justin Falk, actually, that, uh, 69% on Tyler is, um, yeah, nice. it, it, <laughs> is playing pretty well this year.
3: I hate him. Absolutely. If I had my own list, <laughs> be on the top of it. He's he's on like, can't, list. Can't, good old screw, you'd have him. him. Can't stand him.
0: Uh okay, fair enough. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people aren't a fan after hearing his comments about coming to Canada to play here and whatever, he's just kinda Stupid. Yeah, Stupid. Yeah. He can just stay, stay in St. Louis, there. that's fine. And then teams with two games, we're going to look at the Ottawa Senators. Strength of schedule is minus 16, according to left-wing lock. Um, They take on Minnesota before facing off against the lowly Habs. Maybe not so lowly anymore, but the Wilders 7-3-0 in their last 10 games, so that's going to be a problem for the Senators. Um, They actually lost to Minnesota 5-4 in overtime on November 2nd, so that game might be a little bit closer than we expect. The Senators and Habs have not faced uh, each other this year, but they do play four times between t- February 26th and April 23rd. Uh, should be an interesting matchup if, if Montreal keeps playing the way they are. Some players to consider, Alex Formanton, Nick Paul, Connor Brown, Tim Stutzla, Tyler Ennis, Matt Murray, and Anton Forsberg. Bruce, uh, I think you just dropped Connor Brown, didn't you, for, for Caulfield? Yep. He'd been playing pretty
1: well, though, otherwise, hadn't he, Connor Brown? Yeah, it's been fairly good. His last three or four games, it's been a little up and down. But before that, he was, he was doing well, Yes, Because he's just back from injury too.
0: Yeah. But you couldn't pass up on Cole Caulfield.
1: No, we're going to take, take a chance that Cole's back. Cue the comeback. Exactly.
0: All right, guys. Let's move on to NHL Week 19 waiver wire targets. Uh, each week, we look at waiver wire targets that are 50% rostered or less. Some of these actually shot up quite a bit, even just from from Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Matt Boldy, Cole Caulfield, some of these guys, they, they're up probably 6 or 7% for the time of writing. So uh, starting with Matt Boldy, 35% roster, and he's got three games on the schedule this week. Playing on that third line with Goudreau and Fiala, and Power Play 1. As Oilers fans, we know just all too well <laughs> how, how well Matt <laughs> Boldy's playing and Kevin Fiala. Uh, Let him up for two. Yeah. Not not great for us or others fans, but he's off to a good start. Uh, 16 points, 8 goals in 16 games. He'd actually cooled off a little bit. He, he had 4 points. then that one game, he had his hat-trick, um, but those 4 points were all he had in 6 games. And, yeah, uh, he
2: he didn't get anything for the next couple games, and then he uh, got 2 points again last night. So
0: Yeah. Overall, though, I think his point totals are, are too good to pass up on, and surprising, is only 35% rostered. Yeah. Okay, so give him a look. Uh, the only thing there to note with Boldy is his individual shooting percentage at 17.5%, and his team's even strength shooting percentage with him on the ice is at 12.6%. Um, if you haven't listened to the show before, league average is about 8.5%. So he's he's inflated on both metrics there, some red flags to just keep in mind. Uh, Bruce, since you just picked him up, you want to talk about Cole Caulfield?
1: Sure. So, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> uh, fierce coaching change and Tyler Toffoli being traded was all that Montreal, Montreal rookie needed to get back on track with St. Louis. I almost said St. Louis. That have been nice. The Blues are behind the bench in <laughs> Montreal. Uh, Caulfield has four goals in four games and has seen an expanded role, five on five. So just over 21 minutes on ice in the last game and just about five and a half minutes on the power play. Sixty percent power play share playing alongside Suzuki and Anderson. Ooh, on the top line, first power play unit. Uh he's definitely worth considering in fantasy formats. Like Devin said, I just picked him up. Nine points, five goals in his last nine games. We
0: like Caulfield. Go grab him. We do. But we like him now. We didn't like him ten games ago.
1: <laughs> uh he's next his confidence back. What's that, Bruce? He's getting his confidence back. He is. Yeah. I don't think that's good for. I I think all the pressure. It's good for Caulfield and bad for everybody else. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I think all the pressure's off there, too.
1: It's it's garbage time now.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's been garbage time since like November for them, but still. (laughs) Now it's really settled in.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's really. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Speaking of garbage time, let's talk about the Philadelphia Flyers. Sorry, Mike. Um,
3: (laughs) Who wants Carter Hart? Yeah. Who wants it? Who's taking it? I him? already have him. <laughs> Nobody. Uh, it was looking good for a little bit there, but... Uh,
1: I'll trade you for Binnington. Oh, boy. I'll
3: do it. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> you
2: know it's bad when uh, Bennington gets thrown into the mix and it's like, wait a minute.
1: I'm yeah. thinking
3: about it. Yeah. Think about Harder it. Carter Hart for Binnington.
2: I'm, I'm worried for Carter Hart's career.
0: Send him to Edmonton. That'll
1: fix it. Yeah,
3: fix them right
1: up. Fix them right up. We're so up. good with goalies here. In one league, I have both of them. So.
2: You have the worst taste in goalies, apparently. <laughs>
1: apparently, this like, year I do. There
2: is no saving that roster. I don't care what forwards you have. <laughs> Tell
1: us I
2: how you I definitely really have to John. use.
1: Oh. I have to use. Uh. Uh, I, uh,
2: no. I'm not, I'm not yeah. saying it.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, Scott Lawton 10% rostered 3 games this week playing with Connecty and Van Riemsdyk and on power play 2 over his last 7 games he's got 8 points 4 goals playing over 18 minutes a game that line's actually been pretty effective they have a 77.78 goals 4 percentage 60.15 expected goals 4 and a 56.76 scoring chance 4 percentage Um, he's getting some time on the power play as well he's got 30% power play share at this point Prior to that, he saw very little time in the power play. But of a tough schedule, so st- strategically it might just be best to grab him for Monday, Tuesday, or I guess, well, you would have missed the boat if you're listening to this tomorrow, but would have been great to pick him up Monday, Tuesday, and look at streaming some other fours for the remainder of the week. Um, Robert Thomas. So, John, we are just talking about Robert Thomas. Why don't you give us a breakdown on him?
2: Boom. Robert Thomas, uh, roster 28% in Yahoo. He's got three games Uh, versus uh, Philly, Buffalo, and Chicago. Playing on that third line with Tarasenko and Bushnevich and getting some power play one time. Um, Thomas has been playing great Um, with uh, him and Kairu, Barbashev, Bushnevich. They've been fantastic for the Blues. Uh, Taking over on the offense from the older players like Ryan O'Reilly and uh, David Perron who's been quite disappointing. Agreed. Um, But uh, Thomas has nine points in his last ten games and some good underlying metrics as well.
0: Give him a look. Uh, Tyler, I'm pretty sure you're a fan of this guy, so I'm letting you give the breakdown on this guy. Oh, my God. Jeff Skinner. Let's hear it, buddy. (laughs) Take it away. Couldn't have
3: been a worse one. (laughs) Oh, Jeff Skinner. The figure skater. Um, on the first line in Buffalo, uh, they suck. Tate Thompson's playing with them, he's okay. Um, he's been scoring goals, and that's good because that's what he's supposed to do for nine and a half million dollars a year. Uh, on pace for 62 points, 35 goals. Worth an ad if your team really sucks. Uh, and beyond (laughs) that, I wouldn't look at him.
2: Thanks for going completely <laughs> off script on that one. No,
0: that was great. That was you. Pretty much nailed it, actually. Um, he gave
2: you a beautiful oh. script there to read out, and you just went, "Yeah, screw you, Devin." And
3: I, I wanted it to be more. I wasn't prepared for this. First of all, I, I, I didn't go on the more, spot there. No kidding. <laughs> I wanted it to be natural. You know, I just from yeah. the heart.
0: No, that was good. Yeah. I actually quite enjoyed that. Thanks, Tyler. Yeah. Um, I, I do like <laughs> we'll that see. first line though. In Buffalo, between. Tuck and Thompson and Skinner. They've all been playing really well together. Um,
2: yeah, that surprised me. Uh, Alex Tucks just fit in perfectly there. And yeah. it's its really helping out the rest of that line.
0: Yeah, they actually look competent somehow. So good stuff there. Uh, who wants Yegor Sharangovich? <laughs> I'll take who? him. I'll take him. <laughs> yeah, who? I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, yeah, he's got center left wing and right wing eligibility for the New Jersey Devils. He's only 6% rostered. They've only got two games this week, so that's a bit of a an issue. But he's playing with Hughes and Dawson Mercer, and he's getting some time on power play too. But he's been smoking hot of late, eight points and two goals over his last six games. Um, he's been playing either with Jack Hughes and either uh, Jesper Bratt or Dawson Mercer, like I said. Twenty-two of his twenty-four points this season have come at even strength or five-on-five, five. so not much power play time if you're if you're looking for power play points. But it's nice when guys score five-on-five. Five. That's that's kind of key. Um, give him a look. I wanted to talk with this guy, but um, who wants Boone Jenner?
2: <laughs> Should have given that one to Tyler. <laughs> Excuse me while I change this. Uh.
3: <laughs>
1: Bruce, take it away. Boone Jenner. Okay. Hey, Boone Jenner is currently rostered at 51% on Yahoo. Four, four games next week against Toronto, Florida, Carolina, and Pittsburgh. Currently on the first line with Lion A and Bjorkstrand. Last 13 games, Jenner is 10 points, four goals, at five on five, 14 points, six goals, three power, power play points, placing him in the top 12 in the NHL in five on five scoring. Why don't I have this guy on my team?
0: You should, because you take That's why we're bullies. talking about him right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, I got Thompson and Skinner on my team right now, so I'm. It's bad, like Tyler said. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Blue Jackets captain has matched the production of some of the elite players over that span, including David Drysidle, Kaprizov, and Philip Forsberg. It's a tough schedule for Jenner and the Blue Jackets next week, but given his development and line mates, or sorry, deployment. Deployment, development, it looks the same. Uh, still be looking to roll him out for four games next week.
0: He, he's been underrated. He's been good. This season, yeah. Yeah, I kind of stumbled onto that one, his 5-on-5 five five scoring. I didn't realize he was doing that well, but over the past month he's been been very, very good.
3: That is crazy to be... 5-on-5, he's
0: high. been crushing.
3: 5-on-5, five five. Yeah. yeah.
0: Just 51% owned, so definitely give him a look. Um, John, why don't you tell us about Robbie Fabry?
2: I would love to tell you about Robbie Fabry. Uh, similar to Mr. Jenner, Fabry's been productive five-on-five five over the last month or so, posting eight points, three goals, and 13 games played. Um, oh, man, I'm losing my mind here. Just two games on the schedule next week. Tough matchups against Colorado and Toronto. However, Fabry is locked into the top six and is playing on the top power play unit. Uh, Maybe worth stashing beyond next week as well if you have the space on your roster.
0: My my only concern with Robbie Fabry is when Verona comes back, is he going to get bumped a little bit? I'm not sure. Might lose some power play time. Otherwise, looks pretty good so far.
2: Yes, that is a little bit of a worry.
0: Uh, Tyler, let's talk about Adrian Kempe.
3: I feel like this is like going around the classroom and you have to stand up and say your name and who your parents are or something. Uh, Adrian Kempe, uh, left, wing, left wing, right wing, 39% rostered. Three games next week. Uh, strength of schedule is really good, uh, according to left wing lock. Um with Kopitar and I follow power play one uh, on pace for forty goals, which is shocking. Um, pretty, pretty good. Twenty-three goals so far this year. Um, really, just based on the schedule, next week uh, definitely worth looking at. i and playing with Kopitar. Yep, that's all I got. Okay,
2: I'm not anybody who's playing with Kopitar does good. So should
0: do just fine. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. and we're running around the we're, we're going around the classroom here, Tyler, just so I can talk a little bit less because I've been told I talk too much. So
2: yeah, Devin needs to shut up, and we need some <laughs> input from you, Mister
0: Tyler.
3: No, you don't. We want some hot takes.
0: <laughs> I actually, yeah, we do. I like those hot takes; those are good. Uh, Kyler Yamamoto. Let's talk about that guy for a little bit. Seven uh, percent rostered. Three games. They're they're kind of they're they're doing the Murder's Road tour here, but now it's no longer in California and it's out in Florida and Carolina because. They've got Tampa Bay, Florida, and the Hurricanes. He's been playing on that line with McDavid and Hyman with poole out, and he remembered how to start shooting the puck again. I think he's got, was it, 10 shots in his last three games. I don't know if we'll ever see a stretch like that from him again, but uh, he's been putting up some points here. So uh, three points, two goals in his last three games. Uh, That line was quite effective. It has 65.79. Corsi, 4 percentage, 66% goals, 4 percentage. 68 scoring chance, 4, and a 72 uh, high-danger scoring chance, 4 percentage. So, some pretty good stuff from Hyman, um, McDavid, and Yamamoto.
2: I'd be a lot higher on Yamamoto if they didn't have the schedule that they have next week.
3: Yep. That's fair. Uh, he can still score against those teams. It's um, when he's actually taking shots and he's not looking... If you watch him play, he's, if he's playing with Drysidle or McDavid, as soon as he touches the puck, uh, even on the breakout, he's looking to give it to McDavid or Drysidle. As soon as they break across the line, he's looking to button hook and give it to one of them instead of actually like driving to the net yeah. and trying to do something on his own. And he turns over the puck a ton doing that. So uh, it's good that he's shooting it now. I'm pretty sure you're the
2: first person other than Jack Michaels to say button hook.
3: Oh, <laughs> right, good. Because he says
2: that like six thousand times a game.
3: Our friend Jack,
2: <coughs>
0: love him. It's the old, He's fantastic. It's the old,
3: it's the old Johnny Gaudreau. He just yep. drive wide, stop, and screw everything up.
0: That was that was a, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that that was a patented Jordan Eberle move too. It was yeah. button hook at the blue it. line. Yep. But that's still the, when you don't have the speed to drive wide and go to the net, and you're not big enough to, to throw guys off. Ya, you, You button hook but, at the blue line and look for a pass.
3: But you have to you have to actually try and drive wide to to get it behind the goal line to, to try and do something. <laughs> you gotta, try. You <laughs> We're gotta try.
0: Give give it a shot first and see how it goes. Yeah.
3: Yeah, quit button hooking.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh Bruce, I'm gonna let you take this next one because you're he's also you're a fan of this guy. You you just love Rasmus Anderson, so go for
1: it. Yeah, so Rasmus Anderson, he's currently rostered about forty eight percent in Yahoo. Uh, versus Winnipeg, Vancouver, and Minnesota this week. I believe they beat Winnipeg tonight, if memory serves. Uh, 48 games this season. Anderson has a new career career high in points with 27. Uh, on pace for 45. Uh, quarterbacks the power play currently and plays on the top pairing with Noah Hannafin. Provides exposure to elite level fantasy assets: Lindholm, Gaudreau, Kachuk. We could also see more from Anderson in terms of goal scoring. His ish is two point two percent. I don't see the legends. I'm just using <laughs> his ish. His ish. His <laughs> ish. Yeah. Ish. That's what it says? I S H. Ish. You know.
0: His, his individual country. shooting percentage.
2: Thank you.
1: well <laughs> below his shooting percentage last year of five point two, and still below his three-year average of three point eight percent. Not to mention that Flames blue line is shooting at its career best at one point nine shots on goal per uh, general manager. <laughs>
2: Huh? <laughs> you know natural Statrick has this wonderful page and uh I'm only saying this because I just figured it out like ten minutes ago. Yeah.
3: Don't That's leave him alone. Bruce game. doesn't need it. Let him go. <laughs> Let
1: him go. <laughs> Seven points and one goal in his last eight games played. <laughs> next
3: next inter- Instagram post, Devin better have hashtag ish on it or I'm gonna riot. <laughs> 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 I
0: think that hashtags <laughs> getting added to the to the, the episode when we release it. Yeah, Bruce, thank you very much. I'm sorry, I totally dropped on the, Bro, the legend thing again. <laughs>
2: can we add it to the t-shirts? Yeah, uh, It's on the back. It's or the can back. we just get T-shirts that have like uh just Bruce's t- name
3: or Bruce's face in black and white, hashtag ish underneath. That's it. <laughs> Nothing else on it.
2: Well, I was gonna say we're gonna have to put it like on the shirts, <laughs> but have like the whole legend on the shirts, so that when we do these, then Bruce can see our shirts and see like, oh yeah, that's,
0: that's actually, what it is. That's a good idea.
2: <laughs> but uh, I don't want Bruce staring at me the whole time we're doing this, so.
0: Well, for for our listeners, please, if you if you think that's a good idea, uh, let us know. We'll try and get up some some Bruce ish shirts. <laughs> okay, um, Josh Morrissey, forty eight percent rostered. Four games next week. Calgary, Dallas, I'll Colorado.
3: Get, can I take this one?
0: Oh yeah, you you go for it, buddy. You go for it. You
3: threw you threw
2: me off. I thought you were throwing that to me, so I was going to start looking this stuff up. But, oh
3: no, let's no, go, I, go for it.
2: If Tyler's going to put the effort into it, absolutely.
3: Yeah, no, here's the effort. So, Josh Marcy, <laughs> uh, Winnipeg, playing on the first pairing. He's the guy that leaves you want more. Uh, but he has four <laughs> games next week. And if your league count shifts, he gets lots Ooh, of them. God damn it. So, <laughs> ah. <laughs> he, he
2: hit the nail on the head with this one because I was just thinking, I was like, man, I've had this guy on my fantasy hockey team all year and it's like been a battle. Like, do I drop him? And it's like, no, he's – He's playing well, and then he sucks, and then he's playing well, and it's like, man,
3: he he did. Even if even if you're a fan of the Jets, he's like somebody he was nurse like two years ago, where you just like wanted that much more, and you knew it was there, but it just didn't happen. That's Morrissey.
2: Yeah, like I'm not even a fan of the Jets, and uh, like I'm actually like a a Morrissey fan, and for fantasy hockey, he just drives me nuts.
3: Gotta count those ships though.
1: Gotta get those Absolutely. ships. Absolutely. Gotta get the ships.
0: All right. Well played. You nailed it. Uh John, since you said you were looking for the last one, we might as well go to you for Noah Dobson, our last defenseman here.
2: I know you I knew you were gonna say that, so. Um roster, thirty two percent, Yahoo. He's got four games. Seattle, San Jose, LA Kings, and Anaheim. Playing on that number one pairing with Big Man Chara and getting some PP one time. Um he's been really great this season. He's on pace for career high 43 points, 15 goals over 82 games. And like I said, he's got that PP1 role and averaging over 21 minutes a game. Um he's been fantastic, 70% power play share in his last 10 games. So 2.8 shots on goal game too. so he's uh getting the shifts and he's getting the shots.
3: I took Morrissey just because I seen Dobson was coming up, and I was gonna have to throw that to Bruce. So, <laughs> don't worry. boy, I'd have taken one for the team, for you. A... We yeah, still
0: talk I about that sometimes, that Tyler. Some week, just so... the deer in the headlights look on your face that day was like, <laughs> it, was <awesome. laughs> it was awesome. We should have had that one put
2: onto a t-shirt. Yeah, I
0: don't think I've ever been so scared <laughs> in my whole life.
3: That was a that was a big one.
0: So that's another t-shirt. Well, yeah, we'll just uh, Bruce question mark? Yeah, Tyler's face. <laughs>
2: <laughs> except for that time when we invited you onto the show for the first time and you put us off for like eight weeks he
0: did yeah, do i that. think it was
2: eight eight months actually but eight yeah. months
0: yeah well yeah because <laughs> eight <laughs> yeah, months we haven't even been doing this
2: for eight months but it sure felt like it
0: oh we're coming up on a year here yeah fyi is april oh, isn't oh it? yeah not, that's right i missed me. the
2: first like three episodes we're, we're on episode not, 48
0: not so another month here we're we're coming up to a year Okay, let's get back on track. Let's talk about goaltenders. Uh Jake Ottinger. So this is one of those guys I was talking about where the the ownership, um, the the percentage rostered has gone up significantly. I think he was below fifty percent earlier in the week. He was forty, forty five percent like something like that. Now he's up to sixty five percent. Uh he's basically taking over the net in Dallas. He started eight of the last ten games for the stars. And in those last 10 games, he is 6-3-0 with one shutout, a 2.56 goals against average, a nine nineteen save percentage, and a 1.85 goals saved above average. Uh, I'd say expect at least two starts from him this week, an absolute must-add for the remainder of the season. I concur. Definitely. I mean, not not earth-shattering, not groundbreaking news, but just for anyone that's not paying attention, yeah, he's pretty much taken over the job in Dallas. And that pretty much works as a nice uh segue into our next goaltender, Jeremy Swayman. Tyler, you got any uh bits of knowledge for us on Jeremy Swayman?
3: Uh not really though, but he is uh he's kind of taken over there too. Which is a little bit surprising just based on the contract status for uh uh the other guy there. So uh good strength of schedule last or uh this week. He played today. Yep. Did he not?
0: The five, five one yeah. win over Colorado. Yeah.
3: It was yeah. Money wasn't wasn't even really tested, um, but super good numbers, and I think he's probably gonna uh, that net share is probably gonna go up from where it is at forty two percent right now.
0: Yeah. Well, he's he started four or five now for Boston. Yeah. Which, like you said, totally surprising to see, um, but yeah, good numbers, good good peripherals there. So. Keep a close eye on that, but it'd be nice. I mean, I, I picked him up in one or two leagues, and I'd love to see him just take over the crease.
3: Yeah. I think I was I er- I think I was early on it because I had him about a month ago when I thought that he was going to take it over then, and then never really happened, so probably actually, missed out on it.
0: I, I traded him for Freddie Anderson.
3: Who the and hell that, did you convince to do that?
0: This is that trade we talked about last week, and I... That trade didn't get vetoed. It didn't get vetoed. Oh, God. <laughs> I forgot
3: about it. It
0: did process, yeah, so I ended up. Uh,
3: that would never happen in Timu. But you know Timu what? Salami.
0: If you look at it now, <laughs> that, that trade that trade looks a lot more level, a lot more even if Swayman's taken over the net in Boston.
3: Yeah, whatever.
0: Whatever, yeah. But it would have been vetoed in Timu before it even got to this point, so. Oh,
3: yeah, no, it's about two seconds. Then I probably would have even called you. What the? Are you doing? Yeah, that would be one of those conversations. <laughs>
2: I can't be in that team with Slimey because the GM's a knob. So, oh, here we go. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Dude actually makes you pay to play. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Except for Lauren, he still hasn't paid yet, but that's okay. I don't think yeah. he set his roster once. I I didn't set my roster all week playing Lauren, and I think I beat him by like two hundred points. <laughs> and I did it on purpose And I think he has like Malkin Still on the IR oh, On his team
0: Well I, I saw him this weekend I forgot to mention it to him Holy He's alive? He's alive yeah He's he's That's actually good. really Really busy with legacy That's uh, It's going real well for him So
3: good. Nice Oh, no, I've seen that That is good It's good Yeah. Tell him yep. to set his rosters
0: So sh- shameless plug Everybody yep. check out LegacyDIY.com Um <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that's it for we Pixis guys. Uh, this week, guys. Um, I guess we, there's a couple other goaltenders here, just of note. Morassic was one of them. Uh, yeah, maybe not so much anymore. Pavel Francouz, Philip Grubauer, Matt Murray, Craig Anderson, and Thomas Grice. Thomas Grice has actually been stealing some starts from Ned over in Detroit. Uh, might be a good option there. He's only, well, at the time, writing was 5% rostered. So maybe give him a look as a stream. And other than that, that's it for this week, guys. So uh, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for joining me. If you have any questions, send them to us uh, on Twitter at FHHacks, on Instagram at FantasyHockeyHacks. Uh, send us an email, hacks at gmail.com. Get entered. If you have a question, uh, get entered into our left-wing lock Ask the Hacks giveaway for a free one-year subscription to the iPhone app. Uh, we got some really we exciting apologize. stuff. What's I was going to say,
2: we apologize if you have an Android
0: we apolo- well, I know no, we make no, we no apologies, don't. but uh, <laughs> no, <we
2: don't. laughs> I do. I feel bad for everybody. Yeah,
0: John and Bruce do, but Tyler and I are on iPhone, so uh, yeah, we're no no apologies Same. made. Um, <laughs> Look at out- you, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Mike is, he's looking at it because there's been lots of questions about Android, right? So he's, I think he's considering it, but, um, I but he, he, he can answer that question, I guess, when he comes on next time. Uh, that's it for this week, guys. So Check out the website, fantasyhockeyhacks.com. We've got all the show notes there, all the wave war picks, all the updates, the tweets, the, the stats that we may have missed. Um, that's it. So, boys, thanks for joining me for another one. We will talk next week. Bye, Felicia. Oh,
2: God.
1: Goodbye. <laughs> good night, good night. Uh... Take care.